Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome back to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Good morning, Zach. Good morning. We are coming to you live from my office. The CMB Fantasy Football League Studio. The headquarters. Brought to you by the College Side Church of Christ. We are here. It is week four. Yes, already week four. Crazy. And week three was wild. Yes. It has been um, an interesting season. A lot of fun football to watch. Have you been watching a lot of football? Yeah, I got to sit down and watch uh, this week as well, so it was really good. Very good games. I think I've watched a lot more football this year. Yeah. And you in years past, I've subscribed to Red Zone, which they had a Red Zone free trial this weekend. Um, and it probably hooked me. Yeah, I got the Red Zone as well this year, and I love it. It's great. So I'll probably be watching Red Zone. Um, but I've watched a lot of football, and par- part of it may be because my team's doing well. <laughs> that helps, yeah. <laughs> so when you're having a good season, you, yeah. uh, you watch, more, watch more football. But um, let's, uh, let's kick it off. Let's take a trip around the league. Let's take a trip around the league. And talk about um, – let's talk about the Titans. Yeah. Titans are fun to talk about when they're winning. Yeah, impressive win without them uh, having their top two wide receivers, which that was weird. The Julio Jones thing, a little bit weird. Yeah, and they haven't really uh, – I know Mike Vrabel came out and said Julio's doing everything we've asked him to do because it was a rumor that he wasn't blocking enough, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. The rumor was that he wasn't blocking enough, so they benched him to put in somebody that could block for Derrick Henry okay. better. But then Vrabel came out and said he's doing everything we've asked him to do. Basically said it's not that. Yeah. It just seems they have a weird relationship from the outside looking in, you know. So I don't know. And and I think some players can handle it certain ways and some players can't. I hope that Julio Jones can handle a coach being brutally honest about him publicly. Right. I mean, it's better than anything going on in Atlanta right now, so Julio's gotta be happy. <laughs> Except for maybe Cordero Patterson. Right, yeah. Who has come out of nowhere. Yeah, he's looking good. And is frustrating Mike Davis owners in fantasy football. So the Titans look good this week. Uh, Next week they're going to play potentially without A.J. Brown again. So we'll see how that goes this Sunday. Also, did you watch the field goal live? I did, yeah. I I was on red zone, and I saw him switch over to it. Man, that was unbelievable. That was that and everybody crazy. knows what the field goal is this yes. week, right? If you say the field goal, Justin Tucker, 66 yards. Yes. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I loved watching – and Red Zone kept showing the replay over and over and over. But when they showed the replay from the back of Justin Tucker and it showed the slow motion of the fans behind the uprights. Oh, I haven't seen that, yeah. Because when the field goal hit the crossbar – all the fans thought it was no good. Oh. <laughs> and it was in Detroit. So all the fans threw their hands up like, yeah, <laughs> no good. And then when the refs threw their hands yeah, up man. for good, yeah, you just saw like the, uh, what do they call the Cobra thing? I don't know. Jordan knows what that is, where they put their hands on their head. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's it was, it was very entertaining. Uh, I'll, this also brings me to, and I'm going to go out of order a little bit this week, but I have a tweet about this field goal. So can we do Tweet of the Week? Oh, we're doing it now? Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week this week. 
was from at Field Yates, who said, Justin Tucker has now made 50 straight field goals in the fourth quarter or overtime. Wow. 50 straight. Of those 50, 21 have been from 40-plus yards, 7 have been from 50-plus yards, and 1 from 66. Wow. The longest in NFL history. He has never missed a kick in the final minute of regulation. He is 16 for 16. That's the guy you want. That's incredible. And then another one, this is a compliment to Lamar Jackson. I don't know if you saw this. Um, This is Bleacher Report. BR Gridiron said, don't let this fall under the radar. Lamar Jackson converted a fourth and 19 to set up Tucker's kick a week after beating the Chiefs on fourth down. Yeah, that's impressive. So Lamar Jackson, um, clutch, man. Yeah, if uh, Hollywood Brown can catch some balls. I don't know if you've seen, he's had a lot of dropped passes and stuff. So really? hit him in the hands and stuff, yeah. So wide receivers named Brown. Yeah, right. Passes yeah. This year. yeah. Um, we may be onto something there. <laughs> yeah, the other, uh, the other game that was I watched almost the entire game was the Monday Night Football game between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yes. The Manning, um, the Manning broadcast is where it's at. Yeah, Monday Night Manning is great. Did you hear that they're off for four weeks? No, I did not. Yeah. At the end, at the it was like they just snuck it in. At the end of the episode, they were like, yeah, we're taking four weeks off. We'll see you. It was like week oh. seven or week eight. Man, what? I don't know what ESPN's doing right now, Yeah, but I'd be like throwing the money at them. Oh, for real. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to be on vacation? Can you sit in the living room there? This must be some negotiation ploy. Yeah. And, and, or it could be like, hey, we've topped out on guests. Yeah. We're going to have to take That's a few true, weeks yeah. and figure this out. Yeah, they had like LeBron James and Nick Saban. That. Yeah, Nick Saban. Yeah. So maybe it's just we're going to have to figure this out. I mean, I don't even watch the other broadcasts when no. they're on. It's great. And no. it makes me want to tune in even if it's teams I don't even care about. You know? Or if it's a terrible game. Yeah, absolutely. Like it was Monday night. Yeah. It was so terrible, in fact. Did you see Jalen Hurts' tweet? No. quote? No, what's his quote? Um, oh, so, I, no, I saw this, yeah. He said, you take a deuce – you don't sit there and look at it. You flush it and move on. We going to flush it and move on. That's a great quote. Can you imagine? I mean, was this live? Yeah, it was in the press conference. Oh, my gosh. All right, thank you, Jalen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, all right. That's a great quote. Yeah. Um, but uh, that game was very interesting for me because I don't know if you watched. This This is one of those stat tracker games. So I'm sitting there. I'm playing against Jake, Kim's crew, this week. I'm in – uh, second place, undefeated, and we are neck and neck. I had Dak Prescott. He had Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders, and we're neck and neck. He takes the lead. I take the lead. He takes the lead. I take the lead. Well, the Cowboys are killing the Eagles, so we go to garbage time at the end of the game. Yeah, They bench Dak Prescott. Oh, man. So, in my mind, this is over. They put the backup in, three and out. The Cowboys punt. There's like a minute 40 left in the game. Jalen Hurts comes in. All he has to do is make one pass, and I lose. Oh, man. That's it. And he can't do it. Wow. So you guys are sweating out the stat corrections. I was sweating it out. Yeah. No, well, they've already corrected one. I think – I don't think they come out till Thursday. Well, there was – between when I went to bed Monday night and Tuesday morning, Oh, my, gap, already... my gap widened. Okay. So it was close. I, I think the final comes out either – I think it will come out on a Thursday – Right. Yeah, what's today? Wednesday? Yeah, so tomorrow. And nobody sweats stat corrections more than than leagues with IDPs. Yes. 
Yep. Because IDPs is what kills you in stat corrections every time. Yep. A sack becomes a half sack. A tackle becomes a non-tackle. Yeah. So anything could happen. But right now, right. we're undefeated. You're, you're undefeated. Going up against undefeated this week. Yeah, we'll, well. Talk, we'll talk we'll about, talk about that, that in a minute. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Speaking of undefeated, let's go ahead and uh, talk about Pace, man. Jordan Pace, week three is over and Pace in your face is still rolling. Yep. First place in your face. Things are clicking. He comes on the podcast and says he needs a tight end. And Gasecki scores 18 points. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Well, that was because uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, Brissett was in the game and targeted him like crazy. So, yeah. I guess Pace is not a Tua fan um, <laughs> for the rest of the season because man, right. it was like he just came to life right there. Yeah, off the air, I don't even know. I don't think this was on the air, but you questioned him putting Naheem Hines in. Like, why does he have Hines in? He scored 18 points in the flex. Nice. Yeah, he has more fantasy points than Jonathan Taylor after week three, and Jordan grabbed him in the eighth round. Taylor went in round two. So man. things are just clicking, man. Yep. Clicking for Jordan. Looking good. Um, and then you have last place, the Tecmo Power Runners. Oh, yes. Last place. Um, these are unprecedented times. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are in last place in their division. Yeah. And the Tecmo Power Runners are in last place in the CMB Fantasy Football League. These are unprecedented yes. times. Yes, and um, just for the record, behind the scenes, we try to get – Jeff and Rob on the podcast for the call of the week this week. And uh, we were turned down by wow. them, which How about was that? very surprising. Uh, Jeff did have a quote, and he said, there are no words. <laughs> That's a, That was his quote, and uh, said they're going to pass on the call for this for now and hope to get on later. So, so uh, yeah, tough times for Tecmo right now. I don't uh... – I don't know what to say about Jeff Gaw turning down an interview. I know, yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we can get them on, get uh, Jeff and Dwayne on, or Ray, later. And uh, hopefully they can turn it around here. Well, speaking of teams that don't have to turn it around, um, and I don't even know if Tecmo, I'd love to see if they've been on this this year. Oh, they're going to be on it this week, aren't they? Let's look at our all-pro team. Yeah, week three all-pro team this week. This is painful. Sorry, Tecmo. You might want to might want to uh, turn off the podcast here. But your number one quarterback this week was Josh Allen, forty four point eighty points for Tecmo, who was on their bench um, as we discussed last week on the the podcast. I have a new sound bumper. You do, right. yeah. And we're just going to throw it in from week to week yeah. at times when we find these weird things that happen, these decisions that fantasy football teams make Not because like they happen from time to time. Um, and this that happened this week, and we questioned it last week. Right, they benched Josh Allen and put in Justin Fields. Justin Fields, who got four points. They get, man, Chicago looks bad. They if look bad. if that one decision, they're not in last place. Right. Yep. Um, and the bumper I have is from um, I, I can't remember the game. It was a Green Bay Packers game. Um. I'll have to look it up, but it's uh, I think it's Al Michaels saying, he did what? Yeah, I like it. So uh, so let, let's just set this up. Okay. Last week, Tecmo Power Runners benched Josh Allen and put in Justin Fields. He did what? Yep. All right, so Josh Allen, your top quarterback this week, 
Mike Williams is your number one wide receiver, 33.20 for Greco. Devontae Adams, 31.20 for Isaiah, 40-31. Najee Harris for uh, Jake. And Jake has the top two running backs this week. Najee Harris, 29.45 points, who was targeted, I think, 19 times. Did you hear that? Wow. I haven't been in another league, so I'm glad um, he's finally showing up. Kareem Hunt, 27.50 for Jake. And he and- still lost. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. <laughs> Dalton Schultz, uh, 26 points for the Big Orange Bullies at tight end. Cooper Cup is a top flex spot, 30.60 for pace. Um, Chase McLaughlin, McLaughlin, 19.80 for strong side. Is that how you say that? I just picked him up. Yeah. He Arizona. was not on my team last week. That's the kicker, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. the kicker. Top top DST, Arizona, 26 points. Were they – does somebody have them? I feel like somebody had them, and uh, but they're a free agent right now. And your top IDPs, Miles Garrett, 25.75. Four and a half sacks. Four and a half sacks for the Almond Brothers. Logan Wilson, 24.50 points, who was picked up by Kemp's crew this morning. Byron Murphy Jr., an Arizona corner, cornerback, had 20, 21.50 points. He had two interceptions, a touchdown, a bunch of tackles. And then your top DBs were Malcolm Jenkins, 20.75 points. He's a free agent. And Chuck Clark. You know, everybody knows Chuck. Hey, what's up, Chuck? Uh, 17.50 free agent. Uh, brings your total to 378.55, and that is the second most this year. Our highest is 417.95. So. 400 still the line, man. Yep. 400 is the line. Yep. Um, speaking of the line of, of – uh, Let's talk about the line of spending. Let's go into the um, fab recap. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yeah, so um, pulling up the fab here, did you know that we had already this morning, we have had 22 transactions already. People picking up, dropping people, picking up and dropping them. Yeah, I made made my first transactions today. Oh, really? The whole year? The whole year. What in the world? I, um, I mean, I guess that's what you do when you're in first place. You're all right. Think, think, some things had to shake up. Yes. Yeah, we had a lot of transactions this morning. Um, a lot of players. We had a decent amount for uh, Fab that were used. Peyton Barber was uh, had a $21 from Kevin um, on Fab. And let me see if he had competing offers. I think Kevin – there were just a few that had competing offers. Kemp's group put in $7 for Peyton Barber. Okay. Cincinnati's defense – Went to you got him. Yep. Wow. Yep. What What are you seeing? I've heard. Yeah, I think I've heard Cincinnati's pretty legit. They're playing Jacksonville this week. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and um, I, I just haven't gotten many points on my my defense. Yeah. So big, New, New England's not been great. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a good pickup. Um, big Orange Bullies just put in a claim, zero dollars, and then the most sought after um, waiver wire was. Logan Wilson, who is a Cincinnati linebacker, he went for $7 to Kemp's crew. He had competing offers from Pace for $5, Kevin for $5, and Gregco for $2. So uh, Logan Wilson is um, going to Kemp's crew. Kendrick Bourne, the uh, New England wide receiver, went for $1 to Kemp's crew. And East Coast Wombats also put in $1 as well. Micah Hyde. Uh, a safety for Buffalo went for $4 to Big Orange Bullies. Greg put in $2. And we had a lot more other than that that went for uh, various amounts of money, but those were the only ones with competing offers. Yeah. Now, well, last Friday, you guys made a fab claim. Yes. Yeah. And we got, got Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon. 37. We opened up the uh, we opened up the wallet there for him. We heard, heard a little bit from uh, 
some people in the league, but we like the opportunity that he had, you know, that week, and and running backs are at a premium, so you never know. But and we he, got and they played him. Yeah, they played him. He got points. Yeah, he, he got some up. points. He showed up. He did well. So hopefully he can. Greg Coe dropped his fifth round draft pick. Right, man. Yeah, he just cut bait right there. And, yeah, uh, yeah. So we we went for it. He had ten rushing attempts and three targets. Got eleven points. Yeah. so that's good. Yeah. to pick off off. I think Friday Fab is like a tree falling in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> does anybody even hear it? If yeah. you're not paying attention, you have no idea. But yes. you guys grabbed him. Uh, well played on grabbing Trey Sermon. Not really sure why he was dropped so early, but you know, we'll have Greco on and. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, hey, man, let's let's jump into our picks of the week. Try to keep this episode at our 30-minute mark. Let's try um, it. It's going to be an exciting week. These are our picks of the week. Picks of the week. All right, first matchup this week. IDP still suck versus the West Coast Wombats, who are in 13th place wow uh i'm gonna go with um idp still suck this week aj brown is potentially still down so julio jones could have a big day depending on the weird things going on in tennessee uh west coast wombats running backs are struggling and uh it's ride or die with derrick henry man um idps have derrick henry if he's rolling they're rolling i'm gonna go with idps this week yeah i'm gonna go with west coast i think they can uh Ryan Tannehill going up against New York Jets. I think he'll have, they'll have plenty of opportunities to score here. Um, and I'm just kind of wondering about Julio Jones, you know, what the status is going to be for him. So I'm going to give the edge to West Coast. Next matchup is Big Orange Bullies versus the East Coast Wombats. Zach, I'm going to go with East Coast Wombats here. Jamar Chase was a great pick. He's hot. Uh, and Edward Solaire came on last week. So – ECW's having a good season. If some of these other guys start clicking, um, it's going to get even better. I'm going to go with ECW. Yeah, how big is it this week for ECW? We didn't talk about this for them to have Hubbard on their team. You know, because oh, they yeah. lost CMC to a hamstring injury. Yes, we forgot to talk about that. But uh, on Thursday night, so they would have had to spend maybe eighty eight dollars like Rich <laughs> did um, to get him. So props to them for having their backup or handcuff. But uh, I'm going to give it to Big Orange Bullies here again. I still think they've got a really good team. Uh, East Coast does as well, but I want to see how Hubbard does um, this week. So I'm going to give it to Big Orange Bullies. Next matchup is Isaiah4031 versus the Almond Brothers. And before we make that pick, let's go to our call of the week. It's time for the call of the week. All right, we are joined by the Ice Bucket champions, the Allman Brothers, who may or may not be looking to defend their title this year. James and Blake, how are you guys doing? Doing good. How are you? Good. Great. Yeah, are you guys, uh, what, what do you think? Are you looking to defend the Ice Bucket? What, how did that go? What did you guys think of it? Um, I'm pretty sure we don't want to do that again. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was good times, refreshing. But uh, Blake, I don't know about you, but I'm good. Uh, yeah, I really don't want to do it again. Um, I would like to, I mean, you know, I'm not shooting too high, but I mean, I definitely don't want to finish last place again, but yeah. Uh, Blake, walk us through the ice bucket. Like how, how did you feel? How did you feel arriving to the draft? I, I was kind of nervous about it because I've never done anything like that before. So I didn't know how to react to it. Yeah. Um, 
but you know it could have been worse i guess yeah did you did you tell your family or your uh did you tell <laughs> did you tell your son did you tell connor yeah. uh yeah i think i did say, uh, i think um, say I connor uh, dad came in last place yeah, yeah I, they they know i'm no good at fantasy and i always <laughs> close i think like don't you get like last every year and i was like no don't get last every year no we got so, second to last last year Come yeah. on. that's right yeah yeah so uh in in your guys opinion uh where does this ice bucket rank in all the ice buckets that we've had so far what do you got what do you guys think of it i think it, it's definitely um probably the best one i feel like the quantity of ice and water uh to body was very high wow um yeah. overtaking you know, was, jordan jordan uh, with all the ice buckets all the coolers i don't know jordan's was pretty good but i do feel like doing it live in front of the draft there's no questions as to the integrity of the ice it was all very cold yeah so blake do you think we should change the ice bucket uh, do, you, do you like it or do you think we should do something else? Uh, I, I think doing it live was an, a, a, a step in the right direction. Um, I think just having people just filming at their house, I think it was kind of lame, but I, don't, I think doing it in person was as good way. Cause like I said, I don't remember anybody else's ice bucket. Channel. I remember, I know we have it every year, but it's like, I don't remember any of them. So I think this is a little bit more memorable. All right. Uh, you, you know, I was thinking, if we ever changed it, I know you guys have seen the the Waffle House Challenge, where you have to yes, eat so many waffles. Yeah. You know, I think if there's anybody in the league that could do this, that you guys would dominate. Do you guys think that you could you could do it? I don't know if that's like an insult or like, <laughs> like we could eat waffles. Like we could get out of there just in like five hours or something. But um, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I would definitely be up for the waffle challenge. That's for sure. I mean, I know James can put down some food, so I would, I would just think that you guys could dominate this. So yeah, we probably could. Yeah. Hey, you know what I noticed this year? Um, there were no shark facts at the draft this year. Did the ice bucket just like reset you guys or was it a cleansing? What, what happened to the shark? You know, that's, that's on me this year. I, uh, during shark week and actually even uh national geographic channel did us a favor and they have shark fest which is six weeks long uh but during the the best one shark week on discovery channel we actually uh were traveling and i did not have access to my shark week so got it i was i was a little Good. upset to miss the facts coming in this year yeah, james. i didn't have time i didn't get my homework what are you saying blake I said, yeah, James is a shark expert, not me. So I got you. All right. Well, I mean, maybe it helps you guys out this year because the draft seems to have gone well for you so far, don't you think? Uh, yeah, so far. You know, when your first round pick doesn't get injured um, before the first game, that's usually that's usually a better start. Yeah. So you guys just came off of a very, very close matchup with IDP. Still suck. Losing as of right now by less than two points. Um what were your guys' thoughts on that game? Were you guys watching it till the end? Uh, I was, and uh, I was very worried when I saw that it was George Kittle and Debo Samuel being on the same team. So that meant the targets were going to be a lot harder to come by. If they had been at least opposing team teams, we would have had a better chance, I feel. but And also, Debo just couldn't hold on to the ball. Like, had a lot of looks, but dropped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um... 
stat corrections come out on, I think, Thursday morning early. So you never know. You might might get a stat correction. You guys could have won. So we will see on that. But, uh, yeah, you guys gave them a good run. Very close matchup this week. Um, the Almond Brothers team, you guys are looking good. Do you, do you know who the top quarterback is this week? After three weeks, the top quarterback in all of fantasy. It should be Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm pretty surprised at that stat. So Tom Brady is the number one quarterback in our league. You guys have two of the top ten wide receivers in DJ Moore and Debo Samuel. Um, and then you're you guys took Chubb in the first round. Is that right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, he is the number ten. Uh, running back as of right now and then uh, Mark Andrews is the number nine tight end so you guys have got a solid core for your team what do you think went different for you guys this year than than last year honestly I, I really don't even know I think I I know we when we started we went running back heavy like hey just pick some run backs because wide receivers are going to be there and I don't know. I think we just. I think I don't. Know, I think I did my research a little bit better this year, um, on the kind of who to pick and uh, all that. But I don't know. I think we just we just kind of do we do most years and just kind of go with what we feel and kind of what the room's doing. Um, but yeah. You know. What um What are your thoughts this week as you guys face Jordan Iwanison? You know, it's been a battle between uh, us, him, and and Risher for the bottom of the league the last couple of years. And uh, I'm feeling pretty good about our chances where our team's been playing and looking at his so far has not been performing as well. So feeling pretty good. So you guys in league pick them. James, I think you're pretty high up there on the board if I'm. Yeah, I've been coming top five, I think. Yeah, I think you're up there. So uh, league pick them. Are you guys, are you picking your team over Jordan Iwanis in this week? Yes. Is that kind of a default? Have you picked against the Almond Brothers yet? You know, I can't remember. I think I might have picked against us this last week. Okay. Just because I feel like IDP still suck. Um, It's kind of – it's a hard one to win for some reason year in and year out. Yeah. All right. I feel like like we can win every week. I mean, when I'm looking at our our roster, you know, it's it's kind of – it's frustrating, but it's also kind of a privilege because, you know, I know – our players, even on the bench, are going to do some breakout games. You just got to figure out who's going to have the breakout game. And like this past week, we had Emmanuel Sanders on the bench, and he had a breakout game. Um, mm-hmm. So like e- each week, it's it's kind of fun to pick. Um, but I feel like we have a team that could beat anybody's any week. We just, you know, sometimes combinations aren't there. I but felt like that's why we lost this week. It's just, you know, the combination with Kittle and Debo Samuel and. Um, just some things here and there, but I, I feel like we have a chance. We could easily win about every week. So yeah, explain to me. You guys kind of take um, a different route, taking the defensive ends uh, every year in the draft, and and you guys are starting them, and it really paid <laughs> off this week. I mean, with Miles Garrett putting up twenty five point seventy five points, seven tackles, four for a loss, and then four and a half sacks. So you guys is. Is that kind of your MO? You just like kind of the explosion or explosive uh, type of stats that they can put up in that position compared to linebackers? Yeah, I've always liked defensive line. I feel like they're going to have more chances at, at tackles, just being there on the front line, especially with teams that are running run heavy. 
Yeah. And then well, that's passing kind of teams, you know. Yeah, that's kind of like, like get back we, have, we have like Jay on like the biggest like I was debating between like when I put Jay on Brown in, you know, and you know, I was kind of like, well, he's a linebacker. Hopefully he can get in the pocket against Wentz and everything. And but he had like half like an assist or something. Yeah, I see that. Uh, Only one assist, point so, seven five. Yeah. yeah. So like I was between him and I can't remember the other player or other defensive end that was on the bench. That could have been the, you know, what changed it for us was yes, you know, yeah. defense instead of another linebacker. And we could easily have had the W this week instead of um, you know, the L. So yeah. Um have you guys received any trade offers come close on any trades or anything like that? Is there a certain position that you guys need via trade? I, I'm, I've been looking, Jake sent us one. Um, What's this week. new? What's new? Uh, Miles Sanders for uh, Taylor. And we've had Sanders like seems like every year. And it's just, I, I don't want him on my team anymore. So I rejected that within like five seconds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that that, and we don't so. want to work with Jake. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I've I've been looking at things where we're kind of because I I feel like we've got players that people could use that, like I said, we're not using. I know Sterling Shepard kind of went. I mean, Sterling Shepard's on. You know, he's trending right now. Um, so it's you know, I feel like we got players that we could easily bargain with that wouldn't. You know, we wouldn't be having to lose our our starters and everything. So I don't know. I'm kind of keeping an eye on, uh, on things, but right now it's, it's kind of quiet. So. All right, guys, before we let you go, um, finish this sentence, come playoff time, the Almond brothers will be in which place? Six, six, Blake, what do you got? I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with fourth, fourth. I like I'm it. Go. Almond brothers yeah. coming to the playoffs. I like it. All right, guys. Well, wait, yeah. What were we gonna say, Blake? I said we'll be there. I, I'm feeling we'll be there. I'm feeling good this season. Oh yeah. Yep. I, I like it. All right, uh, guys. Thanks for joining us, and um, we'll catch back up with you guys later in the season. Go get some uh, almonds before you you head out. Got to. Got to. Got to refuel. Always. That's right. All right. Thanks, guys. Later. Later. All right. We want to thank uh, the Almond Brothers for joining us, um, Matt. They. It seems like it's just like a new version of them. What do you think? You buying into it? I think they're motivated. Yeah, a little bit. I think I think the ice water was very cold. <laughs> yeah, and I think they're very confident in their version of the ice bucket challenge. Which cool. was it always the plan, or did they just not make a video? No, the, uh, it was not always the plan. Um, but yeah, I came to that, and you know, doing it live in person seemed to work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think i vote to change the last place tradition this year yeah what's your idea i don't know yeah i don't know i don't <laughs> the ice bucket in person that was it was entertaining yeah I, mean, I liked it yeah now if we can get the ice bucket dunking booth oh if we get a dunking booth let's go that's whew. let's go yeah but we may have to raise the uh entry, entry, fee, entry fee to yeah. get that all right i'm gonna go with um the allman brothers this week i'm gonna stay with them um they have some holes in their team. I think Robert Woods. Robert Woods is getting a lot of fantasy flack right now. I think Cooper Cup is hot. They're not throwing to Robert Woods much, but I just don't think that's going to last all year. Um, and then Jonathan Taylor. Um, Jonathan Taylor's not great. Yeah. Um, and Naeem Hines has taken a lot of his touches, but 
Uh, DJ Moore and Debo Samuel are great picks. Yep. And they're really working out. So I'm going to go with Almond Brothers. Yeah, I'm going with Almond Brothers as well. Um, and this matchup this Sunday night, all eyes are on it with Tom Brady going up against in New England. Yes. Um, but who knows what's going to happen with that, you know. But I just think that Almond Brothers have a pretty solid lineup, and I'm going to give it to them. Next matchup is Donut Stop Believing versus Your Worst Nightmare. I'm going to go with Donut Stop Believing this week. Saquon Barkley is getting his legs under him, um, and that that could be big. Uh, and Buffalo has Houston this week at Buffalo. So I think big points there. Te- team defenses are something that people draft really late. If you do draft them early, people make fun of you at the draft. But when they hit big, they hit big. Now, a lot of times it's just kind of average points, but – Man, sometimes your team defense wins the whole week for you. So, I think this could be one of those weeks. Buffalo at home versus Houston. I pick Donut Stop Believing. Yeah, on the other side, I really think Tampa Bay going up against New England. I think they're going to be highly motivated for Tom Brady. It's going to be a big game for them. Um, and so, I think I'm going to give it to your worst nightmare on this one. Next matchup is Kemp's Crew versus Tecmo Power Runners. I'm going to go with Kemp's Crew, Zach. Uh they almost beat me last week. They were one pass away. They, he, almost beat me last week. One pass away. Um, they're struggling a little bit. Um, Kyle Pitts has not come around the way everybody expected him to. Um, but I'm yeah. going to go with Kim's crew. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Kim's crew. I'm not completely sure here. I do like that Tecmo has Madison. And uh, I'm not sure what the status is on Dalvin Cook, but if Dalvin Cook is out, I may uh, I may choose Tecmo on this one. Uh, for now, I will I will swing over to Kim's crew at the moment. Well, that brings that's a great segue to the next matchup, which is Gregco versus H and F Industries, and I'm going to go with H and F specifically because of Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook's out, I think Gregco's going to struggle. Or if Dalvin cooks in and struggles. So I'm going to go with H&F this week. Yeah, Dalvin needs to just take the week off. I think that he needs to heal and <laughs> okay. uh, take it easy. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping Dalvin's out and uh, that we pull off the win here. So I'm going to go with us. Last matchup of the week. Zach, it's a big one. It, yes, huge. And it's, it's really interesting for me to say that. Yep. Because I don't think Jordan and I have ever been in this position. Top two teams, undefeated teams. Something's got to give. Yep. Somebody's going to be disappointed this Sunday. Right. Somebody's losing. Yes. Strong side versus pace in your face. Um, and it's weird because if you look at – like, let's just take my running back specifically. If you look at Chris Carson and Alvin Kamara versus Austin Eckler and Naheem Hines, you would think that all the confidence in the world would be on Carson and Kamara. But that's not the case in fantasy football this year. So, even though, um, man, Pace has a good team, I'm going to go a strong side because I pick myself every week. I do think it's close. I do think we both have good teams, but I can't pick against myself. Yeah, I think that you needed to get Cincinnati's defense um, because he's got Tennessee going up against the Jets. And we had Denver last week against the Jets, and I think they got 24 points. So, I think that is really big. Um Naeem Hines could be um, the difference maker in this one. And we will just see. I Like I said, last year, I can't remember who got 
whoever has Jonathan Taylor, but we owned him last year um, in the second half of the year, and he was just a headache to own. But um, So, anyways, I think I'm going to give it to Pace this week. We'll see how it goes, but I, I like the Naeem Hines um, with, with Jonathan Taylor not doing well. I made two specific moves this week, and that was I replaced my kicker and I replaced my defense. Ryan Suckup was my kicker, and he's fine. He never kicks field goals. All they score is touchdowns. So I picked up the kicker for Cleveland. I'm hoping that pays off. Um, McLaughlin. Ha, ha. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so those are our picks of the week. I think it's going to be a good week this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pace, I'm excited about the matchup. Zach, we are going to end the episode today with a new segment. We don't have a cool bumper. We don't have anything for it. But I'll let you explain it. We're going to call it This Week in Fantasy Football. Yeah, so we're just going to go back and look at, um, you know, whichever year it may be and see what happened in this, w- in this week. Week four. Yeah, week four um, of a various year and give you guys a stat about what happened. Um, so we need we, we do need a bumper. I was thinking maybe we do something, you know, with Ross Crackalackin. Oh, yeah, I like that, it. That would be good. He would do it. He, he probably would. But anyway, so example – uh, this week in fantasy football, back in 2015, in week four, is it Caro Santos has a 27-point game for Kansas City. The kicker. The kicker. And that was more than the top quarterback that week, Phillip Rivers, who had 26. And the top wide receiver that week, Tavon Austin, with 23. And then the top tight end that week was Martellus Bennett with 14 points. So, uh, yeah. The, the, the kicker. kicker had more points. Yes, the kicker had more points. And then uh, we we dug up one more stat back in 2019 um, in week four. Which we, is the same matchup you have this year. Yes. We played Gregco, and we won by .05 points, 169.05 to 169. I would love to know if there was a stat correction that week. Right, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember, but yeah. That was so, close. So anyways, that's uh, this week in fantasy football. And we are looking forward to week four. Thank you, Almond Brothers, for joining us. Pace, yes. let's get it. Let's do it. Yes. Oh, hey, also, don't forget to do the league pick em. And uh, Brian Franklin is in the lead right now, and it is very close. Brian Franklin, Chase Gall, Jay, James, Jake, Pace, everybody's right up there towards the top. So there is a lot of football left. You didn't so, say my name. Suggs, um, sorry, you are um, – I don't – oh, you're you're there at 10. The leader's got 14, so you're right there. You're right there. Oh, great. Yeah, good great. job. Good job, yeah. All right. So get those, uh, get those picks set before kickoff on Thursday night. All right. Y'all have a great week. These are unprecedented times. <laughs>